Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning, world. Welcome. It is time for Trust the Tape, the greatest podcast there is, uh, the greatest podcast there was, and some say it's the greatest podcast there ever will be. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh at JC1053 on Twitter, doing radio voice this morning. Alongside my co-host, Dane Brugler, at DP Brugler on Twitter. Good morning, Dane, and happy Baker Mayfield junk grab day. Yeah, we, we got to talk about that, don't we? That's pretty much what, what happened this college football weekend is Baker Mayfield grabbed his junk. Yeah. That's, that's what I got. That's well, happy, what I got out of the weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. Uh, hopefully you're you're reading this maybe on, on your way somewhere to go eat some great food. Uh, I'm a big Christmas guy, but it is important that we don't forget Thanksgiving. We, you know, there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies, not a lot of Thanksgiving songs, but we can't forget Thanksgiving. Yeah, go ahead and infrared a turkey. That's the way I like it. I like to hit it with the infrared to cook the turkey. And uh, yeah, slap that thing around. Have a good time. And then go around the circle at your table. It, it'll be incredibly awkward, but get your whole family together and then say what you're thankful for. There you Everybody go. like age 15 and down, it'll be real awkward, but it's great. Yeah. Pair it up. We got a lot of good football this weekend. Uh, but before we get to it, just kind of quick recap from what happened this past weekend. Uh, USC UCLA was kind of the Saturday night marquee matchup, uh, really because of the quarterbacks. And I thought you know both played fairly well. Josh Rosen, I thought, played better. If we're just talking about the two quarterbacks, um, both had some mistakes. Josh Rosen had that red zone interception. Uh, Darnold still has those handful of throws every game where you just kind of wonder what is he thinking out there but I think you came away from that game thinking okay you know these guys it's obvious to see why scouts are high on both these players yeah from what I saw I thought that Rosen at the beginning of that game God you saw why um, people are going to be high on him in terms of a prospect because he just it was I guess it was the first couple of drives I'm watching and the deep ball like everything he does it just it looks easy it looks like he was born throwing a football it right. just it, everything very natural yeah it looks so easy it's so smooth it's a beautiful spiral and a lot of the time it's right where you want it to be and it's just like okay yep there it is that's a quarterback and then you watch uh some of the other prospects who don't play the position that way and it's totally totally different but Rosen plays it like quarterback has always been played. Mm-hmm. You look at it and you're just like, yeah, that's a quarterback. Yeah, you want that the pocket guy. Uh, yeah, Josh Rose is not a great athlete. Um, if you block and you can get anywhere near open, <laughs> that's your dude. Yeah, just no, sit there and throw it. it you know, we're going to get into the off field stuff, the uh, the personality stuff, uh, durability. Uh, he missed half of last year. He's missed uh, a game this year, so durability will be a factor, but. I mean, you do have to wonder. Put Josh Rosen on a different team. I mean, UCLA is just a bad team. I mean, they, they just fired their coach. UCLA, the Chip Kelly rumors are heating up. Uh, Kevin Sumlin rumors are heating up to UCLA. It just it's been a bad team. You think of Josh Rosen having to deal with three different offensive coordinators the last three years, three different systems. So uh, you know he's he's been through quite a bit there. Um, 
I don't think he's he's carried that team necessarily as much as you want to see a quarterback, but I think he's done well enough where he's going to be in that top five conversation. And if Sam Darnold does go back to school, which I would say the odds are better that he does go back to school than if he comes out, um, Josh Rosen firmly in the in the lead to be that first quarterback drafted next uh, next spring, even with some of that off field stuff. Well, I guess the Giants decided they can't catch Cleveland and suckage, so they accidentally won a game over the weekend. They're not trying to go get a quarterback. That's unfortunate for them. Yeah, well, they they're still picking top uh, right now. If the draft if the draft was tomorrow, the Browns would pick one, 49ers two, and the Giants three. And we actually uh, we have a mock draft we're going to go through Ooh. in a little bit. It's about time because I've been reading first mock draft of uh, of the year. For I've me. been reading other people's mock drafts. Now, first of all, it's still entirely too early, but I don't care because mock drafts are fun. That's why people do them because they get clicked on. <laughs> um, but I've been reading bad ones, and that hurts my heart. And I know Mike Bassick, who I work with, has been reading bad ones, and he'll just go on the radio and be like, "Well, CBS." Without Dane is really struggling. <laughs> so hurry up, Dane. So he'll be excited that we have one today. So we'll get to the mock draft. But first, uh, the story of the weekend, I, I believe, or maybe this is because I am now a boomer sooner because hmm. my girlfriend's converted me. It, the story is Baker Mayfield. And what, is it, what does it all mean? Because the latest one is the game against Kansas before the kickoff. Kansas players admitted, yep, we were trying to get under Baker's skin, see if we could, you know, affect him. And so they didn't shake his hand before the kickoff. He starts doing his aggressive clap like, okay, okay, here we go. And I, I, I bet part of what affected him was also the late hit that a corner took on him where he launched at him and tried to hurt him. But once they got up by 30 or however many it was, you got Baker Mayfield walking down the sideline on national TV, grabbing his junk and yelling F you. So planted the flag at Ohio state told Baylor. He was, they forgot who daddy is and he had to spank them. Hmm. Uh, TCU game plunked a guy in the head that was running through his warm up. Right. And now the crotch grab. I'm very understanding of the young man. Cause I was one, I was a young man and I was stupid. But Baker's got to be getting to the spot where you're a Heisman favorite. You're probably a first-round player, and in that moment, you've somehow got to find a way to think, what are people going to think about this? Because I, like me, I didn't care. I enjoyed watching people freak out and hearing the announcers. Uh, McElroy might have taken a full 20 minutes. Like, oh, so disrespectful. Just unaccept. What about the kids? And it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Like, this is a competitive dude that felt offended by a football team and talked trash. That's what he did. But you do have to look at it from, hey, when you get to the league, you're not going to be on the better team all the time. You're not going to be one of the best athletes on the field. Like, are you emotionally stable? Are you going to be able to keep that in check? Like, the, all of this stuff adding up with Baker Mayfield, I just I wonder what NFL teams are going to think of it. Hold on, time out. Are you getting me okay? Yeah. Okay. I can't. I'm not hearing myself, so I just want to make sure. Oh, yeah. You're on. Okay. Uh, edit, edit that part out. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it in. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to go back and listen, but your levels are here. Watch. Talk. Speak. See? Okay. That's you. Uh, We're so, keeping that in. That's fine. Behind uh, the scenes. Trust the tape. Why would you keep the headphones in if you can't hear? Why don't you just take them out? Well, I just kind of realized that part. <laughs> um, all right, so Baker Mayfield, listen, 
The thing that got to me a little bit was this is Kansas. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, you're Kansas. What are you doing disrespecting the Heisman guy? But if like, you shake his hand and play football, like I, whatever, you're Kansas. Like guess what? People were talking about Kansas football this week when they probably wouldn't have if none of this happened. But if you're Baker Mayfield, I mean, if this happened during the Texas game, uh, you know, a big rivalry game, a closer game, you know, I, I guess that would be a little more like I get it. You're a heat of the moment, competitive moment. Well, he's in but, the heat of the moment, twenty four seven. I know, but against a Kansas team, I mean, they got this out of you. Like, I don't know. I just we can't overlook any opponents, Dane. We got to bring the same intensity every week. Well, and okay, but is this going to happen when you know off the field when he's put in a situation where you know emotions are high and that competitive streak comes out in him, and you know his manhood's questioned in some way, even if it's not meant to be. I just you, you do have to wonder about it. Now, I think with all that said. What we know right now, I don't think it's going to hurt him. Now, if more stuff happens, if more stuff comes out, then all bets are off and we'll have to revisit at that time. But I don't know. I mean, Phillip Rivers, I remember when he entered the league, I used to, I hated him because he was such a big trash talker. Like, it just, like, that's not my style. It's not what I want in a quarterback. But I realize that's just part of his competitive makeup and, you know, kind of what makes him successful as a quarterback. And if you back it up, I really don't care. And so for Baker Mayfield saying what he did, I really don't care about it. Now, obviously, the crotch grab, you know, when the TV cameras are on you constantly, you can't do stuff like that, especially when you're an older guy. You're a redshirt senior. Um, but I don't know. It doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people. I don't think it's going to hurt him. Again, based on what we know right now, uh, it's uh, the Johnny Manziel comparisons, I think, are premature. I think they're unwarranted at this point. Johnny Manziel had a lot more issues off the field. Um, with Baker Mayfield, you know, if his biggest thing that you can say about him is sometimes he gets a little too competitive, I'll take that. And look, I, if if Baker Mayfield was a linebacker, we wouldn't care about this. But and I get it, you know, quarterbacks the face of your franchise. But still, why can't my quarterback have a little bit of a competitive streak in him? Now, does he take it too far at times? Yes, and he needs to dial it back some. But I have no problem with him being this ultra competitive dude. He just needs to dial it back a little bit, and I think it'll be okay. What would you think about the? Now he's not starting. He's they took the captain role away from him. You know the apology. Um, I mean, do you believe I him? I hate the fake sports apology. I hate the fake sports apology. You didn't believe the tears? No. Well, I yeah, because he's competitive. He probably wanted to be a captain the last game of his senior year. Oh, it's senior day. It's yeah, the last I, home game. I believe. I get yeah, it. yeah, I believe he doesn't like that. Which in hindsight might make him be like, "Man, I wish I didn't do that because <laughs> of this punishment." Right. Like, not necessarily. I wish I didn't do that because I wish I didn't do that, but because I want to be a captain on senior day. I don't. know. I just think for the number of you that are listening, that are adults that are sitting there watching WWE with your kids on Monday nights. Like, what Baker did is nothing. Right. That's their entire program. But when it happens in the sports world, it's like, oh, my God. How am I going to explain this to my kids? From a quarterback, Yeah, and then you hit previous channel, and somebody's doing a suck at sign and wrestling or something, and it's like, I don't have to explain that to my kid. That's (laughs) That's great. Right. I don't know. I... I hate the fake sports apology because, you know, he didn't write it. Somebody else wrote it, and they were like, here, read this. And he's like, cool, got you. But how about I was playing football, I got fired up, my fault. Went a little too far. All right, let's go. Yeah. and I, it, I hope West Virginia gets the ball first, and I hope they score a touchdown. 
It's, it's, and then I want to see how long is Baker Mayfield really not going to play. That'll be interesting. Is it a play? It'll be at least a series. And I hope they're down 14-0 when he gets the ball. Well, with Will Greer now out, uh, who knows what to expect from West Virginia. But yeah, Will Greer's finger was pointing a real weird direction. Yeah, I don't even think he's going to be back for the bowl game. Stuff like that, like on your throwing hand, it takes you a little bit to, even after it, it heals, just to get back to regular throwing and stuff. So Will Greer, he's out for the finale in Oklahoma, and I, I'd be surprised at this point if he's back for the bowl game, but uh, who knows? We'll see. Oklahoma, they've got uh, you know some big games coming up the next two weeks. If Baker Mayfield, it's going to be interesting to see how he how he handles this. Uh, not starting on senior night, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be motivated, and I think you know West Virginia better watch out, and then TCU as well in the Big Twelve championship game. But if Josh Rosen, you know all the personality stuff with with him, you know he's that classic pocket passer, so you're more likely to overlook it with Baker Mayfield. There's a little more of a projection there because of his of his skill set. It's not the traditional what teams are looking for in the first round. So this off the field stuff, he's just he's got to be careful. Don't give teams reasons to doubt you and to think that you might not be uh, a capable quarterback for them and a possible draft pick. All right, move on. People like uh, mock drafts, Dane. We have to get clicks. I got to be able to tweet out Dane did his mock draft. All right, well, let's go over uh, mock draft. It's based on the current draft order as we currently sit through week was 11 in the NFL. Um, I have five quarterbacks. Yes, five quarterbacks. Oh. In the first round. I like uh, it. The most well-represented team is Alabama. Not as big surprise there. Uh, starting off with the Browns, number one. They obviously still looking for that quarterback. If Sam Darnold comes out, I think still think he's the number one overall pick. Uh, again, big if, but if he does, so Sam Darnold, well, are, number you putting, one. are you putting him in there though? I am putting him in okay. there until he says he's going back. Sam Darnold, number one, uh, slated to the Browns, San Francisco 49ers, number two. I have them taking Bradley Chubb. Now I don't think Chubb is on the same level as miles Garrett last year, but you could argue he's the top non quarterback in this year's class. He's that good as a pass rusher off the edge. Why aren't they taking a quarterback Dane? 49ers? Yeah. They just traded you for Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, yeah. Wow, That's I the totally forgot because they won't let him play. Yes. Golly. So, Jimmy Garoppolo. Hey, what is, why, what, huh. So, you traded for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, every other backup that the Patriots have traded has not worked out in the league. But you traded for one. You haven't put him on the field. His contract's coming up. Are you just going to pay him and believe? Or are you going to put him on the field and see? Well, I think part of the reason they're not putting him on the field is... They don't trust the roster that's out there. He's going to get killed with that offensive line. He doesn't have... So you're just going to believe... Who's the 49ers' top receiver? Uh, man, I play DraftKings. I should know this. Is it Marquise Goodwin, maybe? Oh, exactly. That's the <laughs> point. I mean, you know, you, you could put him out there and see what he has, but, you know, it's like... But isn't that a lot of faith to just be like, yep, he's the one? Well, that's why you traded for him, though. I mean... And Golly. I, look, it... Okay, but you could draft uh, a Josh Rosen at number two overall, and how many NFL games has he played? You know, I mean, it's a leap of faith either way. If you draft a quarterback in the top five, or you go with Jimmy Garoppolo, who at least we have a, a sample size in the NFL. So they're committed to Garoppolo. I'm about to give him five years and $100 million without a clue if he can play. They could franchise him and yeah. just do a one-year thing and you know work on an extension from there. But yeah, it's... Once the moment they traded for him, gave up, uh, you know, the, the second round pick, which will be a top thirty-five pick. You know, they, I think they committed to him long term. It wasn't a let's see if you can play type of deal. 
So 49ers, I'm going Bradley Chubb. Uh, New York Giants, number three. Josh Rosen sitting there. I don't think the Giants play on picking top three very often. So you take your quarterback. Dang it. I want them to get a quarterback. I like I like the Cowboys playing against Eli Manning. I want Eli to I play forever. Him. I don't blame you. Forty or excuse me, the Colts at number four. I've been going Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, Chris Ballard, GM. He's looking for he's looking for alphas uh, for all, the offense and the defense. Uh, you know, they need they have so many holes in that team. Minka Fitzpatrick is kind of that alpha, a guy that can come in be a tone setter. Uh, rebuild that secondary. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick outside a corner. You have Malik Cooker coming back from injury next year, free safety. And we've seen what a rookie corner can do to a defense because we nailed Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. He was a superstar, and, and he's a superstar. And that Jalen Ramsey's doing okay as well. So. Yeah, he's pretty good. Denver at number five. Uh, they need help on the offensive line. Now, they could go quarterback here. Very possible with... No, you're getting your Notre Dame guy in the top five. That's what uh, you're doing. I am. They're going Quentin Nelson. Yeah. Uh, I don't think John Elway's going to pull the plug on the Paxton Lynch experiment just yet. I think he's going to give him at least another year to see what they can what they can do with him. Uh, but I've been going offensive line. you got to help out whoever's at quarterback. Uh, stabilize the offensive line with Quentin Nelson at 5-6 Chicago. Is Quentin Nelson the best guard prospect you've seen? Um, it's hard to say because I really liked Zach Martin. You know, I, I really liked Brandon Scherf. Those guys were left, left tackles that were projecting the guard as the guys, just a guard only prospect who played the position in the, in college. He's up there. I mean, he's top two, top three. So he's high. Chicago at number six, uh, another team that can go in a lot of different directions. I'm going corner Carlton Davis from Auburn. Uh, now he's a guy I'm kind of higher on than more than most people, so I'll be eager to see uh, if Carlton Davis how high he ends up going if he declares. But I am at six right now, going to the Bears uh, at the number two corner. I'm just going to keep derailing you during your mock draft. That's fine. Is this year because it feels like this year's not as top heavy as a lot of drafts. Like yeah, Bradley yeah, Chubb compared to Miles Garrett, I don't. I mean, I've seen them both play. I don't think as a prospect it's that close. I, I agree. I agree. And yeah, this year we don't have those superstars. Those uh, maybe the, the name brand type of prospects. Um, and that'll be especially true. Wide receiver true. group. The people I hear people saying are number one. It's like okay, he, yeah. he's a good player, right? Okay. And it's simple. And I think that's similar. To, we haven't had like a Julio Jones, AJ Green. Type of wide receiver class in a long time since those guys. Uh, even well, except last for year, Adam Thielen's class, of course. Yeah. Even last year with Corey Davis and Mike Williams and John Ross, three went in the top ten last year. I don't think either of those three are you know looked at as being the Julio Jones type of players. And I mean, even Corey Davis, he might never be a true number one receiver in the NFL. Uh, first of all, he needs to stay healthy and on the field. Uh, seven, Cincinnati, first offensive tackle off the board and. This is something, a development that we've seen really recently with Connor Williams from Texas. Um, yeah, I've mentioned numerous times how this draft class lacks a headliner at the tackle position, but Connor Williams could be that guy. He looked like a top 10 pick last year, and then he looked uh, terrible earlier this year, and then he went out with the knee injury against uh, USC. Well, he returned against West Virginia over the weekend. He looked fantastic. Now, West Virginia doesn't have many war daddies on the edge there. But if Connor Williams looks great uh, this weekend and then in the bowl game uh, and gives uh, teams more positive tape like that, 
Connor Williams is going to go high. Uh, he's going to test well. Uh, didn't look like the knee was bothering him at all. So I have him top 10 going to the Bengals at number 7. The, the Cedric Abwehi, Jake Fisher draft for the Bengals, that's not turned out so well. Um, I, My Bengals guy that I trust on the Twitter, he thinks they may be the worst run-blocking line he's ever seen in his life. That's saying something. Yeah, yeah. And, poor, poor Joe Mixon. Yeah, you know, now some people are going to say you can't say poor Joe Mixon, <laughs> but that's a talented dude. And he's he's man, what he deserves. There is nowhere to run for him. Yeah, no, I agree. That is um, awful. That's why they're going tackle. Uh, eight Arizona. This is a team that needs to find that quarterback of the future. Josh Allen, no! Wyoming, no, no. Arizona. We don't pick bad players. <laughs> we don't do it. Has he gotten a lot better the Here, rest of the season? Another disclaimer. Remember, mock drafts are what we think will happen, not what we think should happen. Yeah, Lamar's out here completing 60% of his passes, and it's like, yeah, he can't really throw, and Josh Allen's at 58, and they're like, he's a great thrower. Mm. Josh Allen, like the Cardinals have done a lot of a lot of work on Josh Allen. A lot of teams have. Uh, but the Cardinals, I know, have done a lot of work on Josh Allen. So I think at this point, they might look at him as the future of the franchise. It's Those physical traits are going to drive his value into the top 15. I, I feel really good about that, unless he just stubs his toe in the pre-draft process. Uh, we'll have to see. But right now, Arizona at 8. I'm going Josh Allen. Number 9, the New York Jets. A team that needs offensive playmakers. Saquon Barkley falls in their lap. Uh, running back, not their top need, but again, they need offensive playmakers in New York. I think Saquon Barkley in New York would make some sense. So Saquon Barkley at number nine. 56% for Josh Allen. Oh, you're His still on that? Completion percentage is 56. His uh, yards per attempt is, uh, you get six yards per attempt. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, but he can throw. Great prospect. You can throw a football over the mountains. I know. And Josh when, Allen didn't play over the weekend, by the way, because of that shoulder sprain. But he uh, did. Also hurt. Okay. He did go through the the, the senior day stuff. So as Well, a, if he has a great finish to the season, he'll throw for 2,000 yards. And if he throws a lot of nice. touchdowns, he'll get to 15. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's going to go in the top 15. Uh, I hate you, NFL. I hate you. Well, you won't hate him if the, Giant, if the Giants take him. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Where did Saquon Barkley go? Number nine of the Jets. Okay. All right. That makes sense. The Jets need a quarterback too, but you know what? They they need offensive help, and Barkley helps that. <laughs> Oakland, number 10. Uh, their secondary has been a mess. Corner and safety. Derwin James from Florida State. Uh, he's a guy who can help fix that, mask some of those problems. L.A. Chargers at number 11. Another quarterback going off the board. Baker Mayfield. Yes! Put him with Rivers. Yeah, that'll calm him down. Let's put Rick, those two trash talkers together. I mentioned Rivers earlier. A guy loves to trash talk. They might hate each other. Hey, it, it, the Chargers are used to a quarterback like that. So I think they'll be fine with, with Baker. Phillip Rivers. I think Baker's going to be running the scout team talking trash to <laughs> Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. Oh, God. Gonna go so poorly. He's he's Philip Rivers is currently in his thirty age thirty six season. Uh, I mean, it's time the Chargers start looking towards the future. Even though Rivers isn't having a bad year, he's he's playing all right. Uh, start planning for the future there. Twelve with Cleveland. Uh, if quarterbacks need number one, I think a playmaking wide receiver is need number two. And I mean, I know Browns fans are saying, well, "What about Josh Gordon?" Get out of here with Josh Gordon. Oh, no. No, he made it back, Dane. He went to I, rehab. He's, he's I've changed. I've heard it before. I've heard it before. Whatever. Until, I want him. Until he's... It, it, okay, so even if he does come back and plays great, uh, he's going to be a free agent. And, I mean, you have... Are you going to give him big money? I mean, I it's just... 
1,646 yards as like a 22 or 23-year-old yeah, like in 14 games ago. from Brandon Whedon, Jason Campbell, and who was the third quarterback that year? Well, news news flash: the quarterback play isn't much better in Cleveland, though. So well, that's actually probably worse. Probably, and it, like I said, he's at some point you're gonna have to either pay him or get rid of him, and I don't know how you could pay the guy with with his loaded background. So we'll we'll see about that one. But for now, I'm going Calvin Ridley, wide receiver from Alabama. He's my top receiver this year. He's his route running, his ability to get open and then do something after the catch, I think is is fantastic. The fact that he doesn't have an accurate quarterback, Jalen Hurts is not an accurate quarterback. Yeah, what's he got, like uh, 500 yards this year for Ridley? Something like that? It's it's pretty low. Uh, but he's constantly bailing Hurts out with throws away from his body. It's really helped me appreciate Calvin Ridley much, much more. Uh, well, he's got 858. He's okay. That's good for no quarterback. 13, Miami. Yeah, he went off last week. Uh, not against Mercer, the week before. Um, yeah, because that wouldn't count. No. Miami, I'm going I'm going tackle Mike McGlinchey. That offensive line's been a mess. Uh, Juwan James, I know they picked up his option for next year, but he hasn't played well at all. Um, he's currently hurt. I, there's a lot, of, a lot of issues with that offensive line, so I'm going Mike McGlinchey, help stabilize it. Well, that line is so bad that they thought their running back was terrible and traded him, and the Eagles were like, sweet. Oh. Watch him shine. I mean, let's be honest. On that long run, Jay Ajayi was, wasn't even touched. So, I mean, I, I th- Oh, you're hating on Ajayi still. No, I just, I'm not ready to say he's a great running back. Oh, he's good. I, 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 he's he's good. a player. I, I, I'd use the word good to, to describe he's, him. That's fair. I would easily give up a fourth round pick for him. That's yeah. What they well, did, right? And that was more of a, we don't want your attitude as part of our culture type of move more than oh, anything. Why are our Boise State guys always problems? I don't know. Maybe it's why they end up at Boise State. Everybody's getting suspended at Boise State. But they can play. Yeah, they can play. They definitely can play. Uh, Tampa Bay at number 14. They need a pass rusher. Uh, our boy Noah Spence it just didn't get the job done. Oh, dang it. Arden Key from, uh, from LSU. This dude might be the most gifted pass rusher in this class just with natural traits but he's a little bit of a you got to worry about him a little bit with the durability some of his off-field stuff but when the gas tank's full and he's he's hard to slow what's down what's his off-field stuff is this randy gregory it's not as bad as randy gregory but it's something that yeah it's similar okay um and it's something that he's I've heard the football. Does he love football? Those questions asked about him. Is he going to put the work in? All that stuff. So we'll have to see with Arden Key. He's going to be a complicated prospect. Uh, Washington, number 15. Terrell Pryor experiment hasn't worked out. Josh Dawson's played okay, but they still need more help at wide receiver, especially I think they're going to keep Kirk Cousins. Uh, they need to get him some help. Cortland Sutton, SMU, Big uh, boy. local product. Guy that. Doesn't have much seasoning. Uh, he's not polished, but when he plays a position like a power forward like he does with that size, that athleticism, he's got a very high ceiling. So Cortland Sutton, number 15. Dallas Cowboys, 16. Currently picking 16. In, uh, Ooh, no linebackers have gone yet. Give me the best one. Roquan Smith from is, Georgia. Is that what we did? That's what we did. Yeah! Uh, obviously, the Cowboys are a very different team when Sean Lee's not out there. Uh, Anthony Hitchens, he's a free agent to be. You don't know if they're going to, you know, if he's going to want to test the market. Is what they need to do because their linebacker depth is the worst uh, in the league. It is. It's bad. When they get hurt, they run out a dude with one leg or a dude that came off the couch. 
And Hitchens, if he plays well down the stretch, who knows? He might price himself out of what the Cowboys are willing to pay him. So regardless if he's back or not, I think Roquan Smith would be a, a heck of a pick. Uh, outside, inside, I think you play either. Uh, speed, athleticism, and instincts. I really like Roquan Smith. Like Good. the pick? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think what other position. No, yes. Because that was the best linebacker. If you pick the first linebacker, I'm in. I love it. Good. Uh, I like the pick as well. Buffalo at yeah, 17. Yeah, you like the pick. You made the pick. Yeah, but I don't always love these picks. Uh, uh, you know, it's just what I think teams will do. You picked Josh Allen in the top 10, and I'm telling. <laughs> I'm I, telling everybody. Buffalo at 17. Uh, Maurice Hurst. Uh, they need to rebuild a defensive line. I think Maurice Hurst would be an excellent place to start. Uh, can play inside, can play outside. His surge off the line is fantastic. Eager to see him against Billy Price and that Ohio State defensive line or offensive line uh, this weekend. Uh, 18, Green Bay Packers. Harold Landry, the pass rusher, hasn't had that senior season that I think he came back to school to have. Uh, he's been dinged up a little bit. The production hasn't been there, but his get-off quickness, the flexibility, uh, I, I think uh, is could end up being a steal here for the Packers in the mid-first round. Detroit, number 19. They need that enforcer from the secondary, and that's Ronnie Harrison, uh, one of the best safeties in this class. Uh, still kind of progressing and developing as uh you know versus the pass but i think he's he's shown some strides uh with his cover assignments so ronnie harrison strong safety uh to the lions at number 19 he bama he's bama he's a bama man we got another bama man at 20 with the atlanta falcons uh deron Payne, who to me is kind of indomitian sue light where he's that big athletic guy has power can really play anywhere you want on the defensive line on Terry Pose on that one-year deal. You know, Grady Jarrett uh, is playing awesome, but he's more of your under, your three technique. Uh, add Payne to that mix as a one technique and play some different spots. I uh, like the fit for Atlanta there. 21, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, another team that just needs offensive playmakers. They've kind of been mixing and matching at the running back position. They need a true three-down guy, or at least they could use one. Darius Geis can be that player. When he's healthy, I mean, look out. He's as hungry and competitive and violent a runner as you're going to see. Uh, also a very good athlete. So Darius Geis can be that true three-down running back that the Ravens have been lacking. Well, and Ravens fans, if you're listening, you're going to continue to be bad until you get a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Paid the wrong guy. That's what happens when you win the Super Bowl. Uh, they were put in a tough spot there, yeah. Uh, Tennessee at 22. Another team that needs help on the defensive line. Get more pressure on the pocket. I've taken Christian Wilkins, defensive tackle. Uh, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson well represented in this first round mock as well. 23, Seattle. Uh, that cor- Their corners are just depleted at this point. Uh, they don't know what's in the future for Richard Sherman. I'm taking Joshua Jackson from Iowa. Uh, Thor He's Horde been winner. a monster this year. One of the breakthrough prospects this year. Uh, the ball production, 24 passes defended. It uh, has the size, the length, the instincts that I think fits well with what Seattle looks for. Another corner at 24 to Carolina, uh, Denzel Ward from Ohio State. Uh, not the biggest guy, doesn't have the ideal size, but he's an elite athlete, twitchy. Uh, I, I think it, putting him in Carolina, he won't take him very long to be the number one corner with the Panthers. 25, Buffalo. Uh, I've taken Cleveland Farrell, another Clemson defensive lineman. Uh, Buffalo took Hurst, Maurice Hurst, with their first first-round pick in this mock. Taking another one, another defensive lineman. Rebuild that defensive line, help put pressure on the pocket. Farrell to the Bills at 25. 26, Jacksonville Jaguars, our fifth quarterback. Ooh, 
Uh, hold on. Where are we now? Let's see. Baker's gone. Oh, please give me Lamb Lamb. Please give me Lamb Lamb. Dane, please let it be Lamar Jackson. Jacksonville Jaguars All we're going to do, we're not going to throw the ball much. We're going to hand it to Leonard. Our quarterback's going to run. We're going to play defense. And we're going to win the Super Bowl. Give him Lamb Lamb or I quit the podcast. Jacksonville Jaguars select Mason Lamar Jackson. Yes! Yes! Get out of here with that Rudolph stuff. Don't tease me with bad like, players. Blake Bortles, they picked up his option for next year. Lamb Lamb, let's they go. They don't have to play him immediately. He's not, you know, he's at the in the late first round. I don't think he'll be viewed as, you know, a lot of pressure on him to be the the savior. But look, the Jaguars are set up to be a playoff team. To win them. all the Super Bowls. They are. They, with the defense they have, with Leonard Fournette, if he stays healthy, the talent at wide receiver, the offensive line could use a little bit of help, but they're playing, uh, you know, okay enough to win games. Really, the issue is at quarterback. And to this point, Blake Bortles has done enough to help them win games. But think about how much better they'd be with a better quarterback. Lamar Jackson sitting there at 26. Uh, I like the fit. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Dude, they'd run the ball uh, 60 times a game and yeah. attempt 10 passes. And the 10 passes would be good open passes. It'd be great. Hey, Tom Coughlin had Mark Brunel in the 90s with the Jacks, and they did a lot of things. And Mark Brunel was kind of that mobile quarterback. Uh, you know, Lamar Jackson's obviously a different. Uh, you know, more dynamic of an athlete, uh, but he's got an arm on him too. He can he can play in the NFL at quarterback. So Jaguars, Lamar Jackson at 26. 27, the LA Rams go corner. Uh, they need help. Uh, we saw Adam Thielen, what he did against some of those corners uh, over the weekend. Isaiah Oliver, corner from Colorado. Uh, big classic press man corner for them. 28, Minnesota Vikings. I think they... They constantly like to upgrade the trenches, whether it's offensive or defensive. I'm going to uh, Vita Vea from def- uh, the Washington defensive tackle, a guy who he's rare for a guy that's 340 pounds. The way he can move, his power, he doesn't use all of those gifts in conjunction to you know, necessarily get the job done. But when you have those traits, you're going to be drafted high. Uh, I'd be surprised if he isn't a first rounder uh, in April. So Vea to the Vikings. That's fun to say. 29, Pittsburgh, corner, that Artie Burns experiment, not really working out. Oh, I love being right. Uh, Man, I love being right. They need some help at corner. Artie Burns had bad college tape and got picked in the first round. It's a traits pick. It was weird. Tavares McFadden, corner from Florida State, a little bit of another traits pick. Uh, He hasn't had that junior year I think we all expected. Uh, The ball skills haven't been there. Uh, He he had a better sophomore year than junior year, but – when you have those traits, you're going to go high. Steelers maybe make the same mistake. We'll see. But they go corner, uh, talented corner at that at 29. 30, the Saints. Uh, Alex Okafor just went down with an injury. Uh, they could use some help at pass rusher. Sam Hubbard, the defensive end, outside linebacker from Ohio State. Makes sense for them at 30. 31, the Patriots. They have to go front seven, right? I haven't taken Marcus Davenport. San- UT Ooh. San Antonio. Uh, a guy who a former, he's got a hoops background. Uh, you know, he's he's a big athlete. I, I think he can develop into uh, a very very uh, impressive pass rusher in this league. So I'm Patriots going Davenport at 31. And the final pick of the first round, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Jason Peters coming off the ACL. He's turning 36 in the off season. If, uh, what's his name, Vitae doesn't prove to kind of lock down that left tackle position, they could use some offensive tackle help. Martinez Rankin, offensive tackle from Mississippi State. 
finishes off this mock draft at 32 to the Eagles. You did it. There you go. Congrats. That'll be posted uh, online. I'll probably tweet it out here in the next few days. Um, my first mock before Thanksgiving. It feels good not to be doing those every oh, week. It's not posted yet? This is exclusive? It's exclusive, exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. So, there it is. People are um, going to have to click on this. This may, is great. Maybe I'll get one right by the time April rolls around. But where we stand right now, if the draft was tomorrow, I think this is a very realistic look of how it could play out. Uh, okay, we want to preview. We got a big weekend coming up here. Uh, starts tonight with some action. And then we uh, really the first big game of the week is Thursday night, Thanksgiving. We have uh, the Egg Bowl with Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Not as much on the line this year, but still a quality game for uh, Thanksgiving night. Compete with the NFL. Then on Friday, we have uh, a couple couple interesting match- matchups. Miami at Pittsburgh. You never know. This Miami team playing a, an early game on the road. Could they, you know, will they fall asleep? They fell asleep a little bit against Virginia last Saturday. Uh, we have for the nightcap, Virginia Tech at Virginia. That should be a fun game. Texas Tech at Texas. Uh, Iowa at Nebraska. So some quality games on Friday when you're done shopping early in the morning. You going to go Black Friday shopping? No, no. God, okay. no, no. This stuff is online now, Dane. No, I agree. I've never, I've, I don't go shopping. No, just order stuff online. That's how things work. Saturday. This is, uh, this is where it all goes down. Iron Bowl. Iron Bowl. Let's start with the early games. Oh. We've got uh, Ohio State of Michigan, uh, best rivalry in sports. First, then we got wow. also at the early games, we have Louisville at Kentucky. Uh, it's a fun, underrated rivalry. Florida State at Florida obviously is not what it usually is, but still, Florida State at Florida is a fun game. Georgia at Georgia Tech. That could be a game where, you know, no one's really talking about it, but Georgia Tech could throw a, a wrench in Georgia's plans. Triple option, baby. Run Not it. always easy defending that triple option. Uh, okay, then we go to the 3.30 games. That's when we have the Iron Bowl. Alabama Iron at Bowl. Auburn. Iron Bowl. Who's going to win? Uh, until Alabama loses. I mean, I, I still think they're the best team. I still think they're the most talent. Uh, Auburn, the game is at Jordan-Hare. So they have that home field advantage, and yeah, they've got the talent to beat them. So it's just Alabama has to play better than they did against Mississippi State. Yeah, they really showed the some of their their weaknesses on defense with those injuries, uh, and can carry on Johnson uh, and Jarrett Stidham and Al- Auburn offense. Uh, can they exploit some of those issues? It'll be fun to watch, that's for sure. Uh, also at during the three thirty games, we have West Virginia, Oklahoma. We talked about that with with Baker Mayfield not up being up in the air. Um, Wisconsin, Minnesota, not as exciting. North Carolina, NC State. Uh, one game at six thirty um, Central. Clemson at South Carolina. This is another one people aren't really talking about. South Carolina is good enough to beat Clemson. Uh, I mean, Clemson the way they've played down the stretch, hardly impressive, um, and they've done just enough to win. But South Carolina is a team that, with Jake Bentley at quarterback, uh, some of their some of their weapons on both sides of the ball, I, this could be a closer game. The game is in Columbia. This could be a closer game than many expect. That, that's one to watch. Also at uh, at six thirty a And M at LSU. Uh, I don't think Arden Key is going to play. Doesn't sound like it. At least he's injured again. Oh, Arden! But uh, loud. get healthy, man. Get what else we have for the night game? Notre Dame at Stanford, and then we have the Apple Cup. 
Washington State at Washington. Um, it's always a fun rivalry as well. So plenty of matchups to watch on Saturday. Uh, really, your weekend will be all set with exciting college football action, hopefully. All right, we did it. We did it. We did a podcast. Go cook a turkey, everybody, and have a great weekend. Uh, don't forget, I do track the number of reviews that we've had, and um, we need more. I need you guys. I need you. I need you now tonight. I need you more than ever. And if you'll only hold me tight or give a five-star review to Trust the Tape wherever you listen and leave a comment about how great it is, I'll love you forever. All right, thanks, guys. We will talk to you next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 